two, three, four. In this podcast, you will be here. Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader. Includes, but is not limited to talk of Star Wars, not Reagans. We can't truly prepare for the junk that follows this song, but hey, we give it a try. So here's the Knights of Vader. They are divided For equal sequel Hate and love they fight it I know that we are just musicians hired And their time is up So here's the Knights of Vader Impressive Most impressive A big thank you to An Inspiriority Complex for providing our theme song It is September 3rd, 2019 My name is Zach Weber and after two weeks of being MIA, we have the Zanger. I have returned, and stronger than ever, with professional and- podcasting. Sure, sure. We also have Russ. Remember Alderaan! Down with the Empire! Hello, hello. How y'all doing tonight? Good old soundboard. Doing well, doing well. Or are you uh, asking the listener? Yes, yes. Listeners, <laughs> how are you? Punk those Please ones respond. again if you're feeling good this morning. <laughs> Please respond. Uh, all right, gentlemen, we have another Rise of Skywalker episode because out of all the downloads, those three words boost our downloads because the sketch comedy series, and I blame all of you listening, did not perform as well as it should have. So oh. shame on you folks. See, Russ keeps playing that Remember Alderaan clip, yet most of the audience hears that and goes, what is Wait, that what? even referencing to? I no, sometimes forget. We should have included the Soul Train part with the Soul Train dancers on Jerry Lewis Telethon. Next time, next time. We'll beef it up next time. There won't be another next time. <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope, exactly. So, two weeks ago, we talked about the D23 stuff, but we didn't have it in front of us. We knew it was coming that Monday on Good Morning America. But now it is almost, what? Two weeks plus later by the time you're hearing this And we have the D23 stuff in front of us So I don't Okay now I do Of of course you don't say (laughs) It wouldn't be right unless you're not looking at the appropriate thing in front of you at the time I'm looking now though Directly at it I clicked the wrong button (laughs) (laughs) Okay So now that we've seen the D23 footage We harped a lot on the thing about Ray Being Dark Ray with that now all in our minds, what is everybody's opinion on that? And because everybody kind of has, I think Russ introduced it into the conversation that it might be a clone. I kind of agree with him at the time. Now I have second thoughts, but Zenger, what do you think of Dark Ray? Well, didn't they point out that they, that like Disney accidentally put that it was like a vision thing or something? Yes, we talked about that. And okay. They did change that. They did alter the the language in the article. And based on the leaks that were going to be, well, rumors, scoops, whatever you want to call them, nobody knows for certain just yet. It seems that we might have an answer pointing in directions to what that could mean, whether it is a vision or not. Icebergs in the ocean that is Star Wars towards the Titanic that is Rise of Skywalker. There's an analogy for you to chew on. Whoa. That was was an icy analogy, Zanger. Very. Um, I'm kind of going with the vision thing and I, th- I need to edit this week's episode of Zygnus. Um, we, we do discuss everything from D 23, not to 
plug Zingness too much real quick, but we do discuss a lot of stuff, mainly more focusing on like the Marvel and stuff like that. But we do discuss the trailer and uh, Eric, my co one of the co-hosts of Zingness pointed out that that's like the force vision, the force tree on um, Dagobah. kind of the same thing to where she might have to face like a dark version of herself, the same way Luke faced Vader. And then it was his face there instead in the end. So it could be something like that. I, I, I think it's also, why would they put something that important in a trailer? Like, I, I feel like they're putting it there intentionally to be like, Hey, look at this. Hey, look, look what we got. Look at it. Yeah, but it doesn't. I mean, I guess for people like us that follow follow it like this, it 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 was easy to say. Yeah, it could be a clone, all this. But I think just based off what what you made me read, Zach, I'm like, oh no, this is of course it's got to be a vision. That is, this is some temptation, just like happened to Luke. We just, we never got that actually with Anakin, but uh, it's definitely just like the Dagobah cave. It's got to be. But why are they putting this? I guess it's a, it comes down to because it looks cool. Well, of course it looks cool. That, <laughs> that, that, sure. And it's going to sell a bunch of toys and costumes and, and different pieces of memorabilia and merchandise. But by putting it in something like this, you skew the conversation and you start you start giving people an idea of something that's not going to turn out the way they think. And yeah. didn't, didn't The Last Jedi do that enough as it is where – I don't want to say people were duped by The Last Jedi. but They clearly were doped. People, they were bamboozled. They Swindled. <laughs> What's another word? Uh, mystified. Shanghai. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Shanghai work too. All right, folks, we're gonna have a poll. How many of you were? Raise your hand if you feel that you were Shanghai by the Last Jedi. <laughs> or that sounds like a documentary. Uh, that's <laughs> like uh, that's what said fanboys too. Shanghai by Jedi. <laughs> Do it. There you go. Someone requested it. I had to get it in. I almost forgot to add that now. There we go. Much uh, what, The sequel to The People versus George Lucas will be The People versus Kathleen Kennedy, Shanghai Jedi. Yeah. No, Russ, what's the thing always we do? If you feel that you were Shanghai by The Last Jedi, please honk your horn right now. Yes, and just say, do it. <laughs> uh, you're welcome, whoever asked for that. And oh, yeah, the vision thing, but why the thing too is that does it did that D23 thing that wasn't like a behind the scenes thing. That was a very polished piece of marketing. Could that be something that they plan on putting in theaters at some point? Hey kids, Zach here. Since recording this episode and me editing it, John Justice of My Nerd World and author of the latest book, Embark 2, Treasure in Darkness actually said that he went to go see It Chapter 2 this past weekend. He saw the sizzle reel as part of the previews. So, what do you know? It did show up as official marketing. But that D23 thing plays eerily similar to the first teaser trailer did for Revenge of the Sith. Where, if anybody remembers correctly, the yeah, beginning... Like, this is it. Remind, remember, this is all of it's coming to this. It reminds you of something that would be in the beginning of a DVD set. That you yeah, would get like, like this is the story, you know. But like, it'd be like in the beginning of a Blu-ray, or like you know, included in something like a preview, but not something you would see cin- cinematically. It, it uh, was odd. I was kind of hoping for that behind-the-scenes thing. Well, look, they, they, I think the fact that we haven't seen it means there must be something. In it. There must be a lot of stuff in there that they don't want us knowing. Yeah. So besides Dark Ray, because again, I, I agree with Zenger. It's I think it's a vision. It's pointing in that direction. 
Anything else from that D23 footage? I guess it's now officially confirmed that they're they're fighting on the Death Star and it's not a Millennium Falcon. Sorry, Zanger. Darn it. I was you so know, close. I was so close. I think that would have been really cool though. The idea of like you have a like a Millennium Falcon like buoyed on the water and you have them fighting on top of it. We never seen the Falcon land on water. I think that's something that they've never done before that would be oh, novel. Wait, wouldn't that be Abram stealing from himself? Why do you oh, do that in Star one of the Trek. Star Treks? Uh, yeah, there's okay. a there's a Star Trek where like the ship's coming out of the water. Well, I'm not saying it comes out of the water, but I, I mean like the Falcons kind of like buoyed on top of the water, and they're fighting on top. Like, well, I don't know. Maybe Wait, it's could the flight. does the flat Falcon float? Yeah, could it go to Gungan City? Could <laughs> it go to Gungan City? <laughs> this is a question we're asking both other hosts and you at home. Well, this, this is the image you would never imagine. This is the only way to uh, to escape. They have to go hide in Gungan City because it's the only place the resistance. Uh, I mean, the uh, first uh, order doesn't know about. And guess who's now the new boss of Gungan City? Oh, no, boss of Binks. Boss of Binks. <laughs> and he's going to reveal that he was behind it the whole time. He's going to punish everybody. <laughs> Perfect. I love that we went there, and let's move on. <laughs> so okay, D twenty three nonsense. They're really, I guess, I think what was it, Russ, you and I were talking about the, the poster they released, and it came out that we were talking about how the the Palpatine image looked kind of cartoonish, yeah. and then it was revealed that they basically just photoshopped the Hot Toys, like, promo image into the background. That's so weird, and so, of all the things, I guess they don't want to show what he actually looks like in it, if he looks like anything, which, again, what you made me read thinks he's going to definitely look like something. Like yes, possibly worse than Snoke. Worse than Snoke. Before we, you know, if you want to get into any of that yet, you've heard it here first, folks. Palpatine will look like something in the Rise of Skywalker. And wait, what if he's just nothing? Yeah, like if it's just a voice or a mist or a hologram. That's a. That's no. You need the actual. Well, there's two body. There's two. There's like a dual edge to them like using a Hot Toys promo image. <laughs> One, it's like super embarrassing that they couldn't just like hire an artist or have somebody who's on their staff just do like a new drawing of just Palpatine from like Return of the Jedi. Like, why can't you just ask somebody? I like, think of all the artists they have in house. Just ask one of them to like, oh, can you sketch up a Palpatine for us? Sure. Probably could bang it out in a couple hours. The fact that they're using a hot toy stock image is just kind of like it doesn't say much for whoever's running the PR department, either Disney or Lucasfilm. But the second thing it tells us is Palpatine must look something like he did in the original trilogy or Jedi because they wouldn't be using that stock image if he's not going to look anything like that in the final film like if he is let's just say he is like matt smith 130 it's supposed to be like 133 years canonically or something like that or 115 maybe how do we know when palpy was born do we have a confirmed date for that i think i read hold on hold on how many bby how many bby russ 84 not 94 that was the falcon 84 i think It's funny. Oh man, you type in Chief Palpatine into Google and you get Darth Sidious. Palpatine's got to work on that. Google's giving him giving up the ghost. Yeah, not good aggregator right there. Okay, it says eighty four BBY, but oh, Tarkin. Okay, Tarkin indicates that Darth Sidious was born approximately sixty five years before the rise of the Galactic Empire, as depicted 
In Revenge of the Sith, using simple math, we can deduce that Sidious was born 84 years before the Battle of Yavin. There you go. So 84 plus whatever it is now, another 40. So Wait, it's four, It's 30 years later, right? From the first yeah. one? Well, I, I'm just trying to gauge Luke's age. So Well, Luke's no, 20. it's well, old. Well, yeah, yeah, old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So based on that math, and I ain't too good at math, you have... What? This is also space math. Yeah, but no, the rise of Skywalker takes place thirty-five years after A New Hope. So if he's eighty-four years before the like Battle of Yavin, yeah, we're talking about Palpatine, old man. Wait, does that matter though? Yeah, no. maybe not. But I'm sure he's gonna. I'm sure he's gonna show it. Like it. Uh, I mean, Snoke. Like I said, Snoke looked pretty much like garbage. <laughs> I mean, I like his character and all, but he looked he looked awful. Uh, he definitely looked worse than Palpatine did. So I think he's gonna they're gonna up that where he's gonna even look even weirder. More monster mash? Oh, even more. Oh, it's too bad. Halloween is just right before it comes out. I wanted to ask, do you guys think there'll be Darth Ray uh, costumes or lightsabers in Spirit Halloween for Halloween? They right have now. Of- there is an empty building just waiting. Yeah, that <laughs> Spirit Halloween. They had well, Kylo Ren's out before Force Awakens came out. I think we spoke about this before. Well, but will, Russ, will there be a Dark Ray? I think Russ, there might be. Russ, I, that's a very good point you bring up because I was in a Spirit Halloween like a couple of uh, like a week or so. Like right now, almost. recording live. Yes, I'm recording live. But they actually had a couple of displays there. Like one of them was for Maleficent Two, Maleficent Harder, and they actually had a sign that said Maleficent. Coming soon, more great merchandise is on the way. And they also had it for like Borderlands. They had like a coming like soon signs. So you are right. They I didn't see any for it's funny. Star Wars had like one like rack of costumes. So unless you wanted to be like an XXXL first order stormtrooper or you wanted a <laughs> Kylo Ren helmet, you were out of luck. That was all they had for Star Wars. Wow. So maybe, maybe they are anticipating on getting more stuff come October. Um, but I I can't imagine Disney would stock Spirit Halloween before, like, the Walmarts and Targets of the world. I'm going to point out that I've seen in my um, travels a lot of Vader's and Leia's popping up. So just throwing that out there. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what what that is. They are doing a lot of stuff with just the the classic characters. I mean, I guess it's just they figured out it makes more money, maybe, than the newer ones. That's a different discussion we've had before. It's the parents forcing their kids. The parents are, yeah, the parents buying it, right? Maybe maybe Rise of Skywalker or Mandalorian will turn it all around. Oh, man, the amount of Mandalorian costumes we're going to see next year is going to be ridiculous. It's going to be like the, it's going to be like, you know, how everyone like, oh, man, there's, there's some joke. Oh, it's Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. oh, hey, you're dressed up as Boba Fett, and then one person be like, "No, that's Jango Fett." They're gonna go to a convention. <laughs> Obviously, look, look at that old man. It's the Mandalorian. He's like, "I'm Jeremy Bullock, Bobby. <laughs> I, I played Bobby. and they're like, "No, you're a Mando." There you go. <laughs> He's pretending to be the Mandalorian, Dad. <laughs> Get out of here. Get away from my kid. All right, Halloween costumes aside, we have some more shots from the trailer. We have all the rebel ships like pulling at what? Falling out of uh, light speed. In atmosphere. In atmosphere. Well, we don't know what it is. It's like really weird. It's like really hazy. I, I, I'm going to say in atmosphere. Okay, in atmosphere. 
Russ, do you agree with that, or do you feel they're doing yeah, something else? Yeah, I do. Else? I do agree. And I, what's that ship, man? What's that one in the front? What is, is that, that ship? What is, is that, the ship, Zach? Is, that, is it Daft Punk Zam Wessel that uh, Zach is so famous for saying now? I heard you quote it on other podcasts now. I want it on record that Zenger was the one who started that. Like, as much as I'd love oh, to no, it's for yeah. Daft Punk Zam No, Wessel, no, no. I quote. I deemed it, but Zach's like ran with it. So I, I bequeath. Oh, jeez. It to you. All right. Bequeath. Good truth. There we go. Third time's a charm. All right. Thank you, Zanger. Because yes, I, I always wanted to point out that wasn't my original idea. That was one that like Zanger's like, what is this character? Uh, Daft Punk Zam Wessel. And I found that absolutely hysterical. <laughs> no, you, you, you kept calling it Zam Wessel, and I'm like Daft Punk. Actually, it was a combination effort. I don't think that's right, but sure, I'll take partial credit. Let us know in the in the comments below. You guys think Zam Wessel was like a a stab by Lucas at Star Trek, just kind of making fun of him a little bit, kind of making fun of Chekhov, like the vessel, Zam Vessel. He's like, yeah, I'll show them. (laughs) (laughs) If it's not, I hope it is. I got a great idea to make a dig at that show that everyone keeps talking about. I'm I'm gonna put a uh a, a pun in my in my movie. <laughs> the, Newt Newt Gunray, get it, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> I I bet everyone's gonna laugh when they see this. Oh, the 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 sides that will be split. The New Yorker writers whose uh, eyebrows will be raised when they read when they figure out what Newt Gunray means and Lot <laughs> Dodd. By God, he's talking about Trent Lott. It said it to Dodd. <laughs> he's so uh, clever. Oh, my Lord. All right. Rise of Skywalker, D23. Star Destroyers in formation. And they have giant cannons on their underside. Oh, wait. Wait. What, what kind of Star Destroyers are they, Zach? We've gone through this. I've conceded that they're class one. You didn't say what class they were. So, you know, I'm going to take partial credit from you, too. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I think they just I think they got a new name though. I think they're gonna call them Death Star Destroyers. God oh, right? no. dang it! No, God Russ, no. dang it! Stop it! Oh, Stop beating that dead they? horse over there. What oh, else God. are they gonna call? Oh no, Russ. Please, Russ, no. No the Death Star Destroyers. What? <laughs> <laughs> Now that would be fun if they actually called them that, and we have Palpatine like trip over like saying it. Then yes, that is a hundred percent worth it. That's what they're called, right? Yeah, this gets total. Yeah, Zanger's hand is to become robot chicken at this yeah, point. Yeah, it just yes, it instantly becomes robot chicken. <laughs> well, why okay. Does the, why does the laser need to tow a whole planet? Put it on the ship. Let's go. <laughs> that takes forever. Well, this okay, but this is the question I have is. Remember that line from A New Hope where something's like, oh, what, what happened? They come out of light speed on the Money and Falcon. And it's like, oh, what happened to it? We must have flown into an asteroid field. And it's like destroyed by the Empire. And it's like, oh, we've taken like a thousand ships with more, like more firepower than I think the line cuts off. That, that if- I could possibly imagine. Or, and then he starts – Harrison Ford just starts chewing on the script at that point. Sure. But the question is – well, is that like playing that line of dialogue out now? The idea of like, what I would imagine, yeah. like considering that, like in the trailer shot, we get two shots of like these star destroyers in formation, Lightning. and it's like, 
it's like an infinite amount of them. So, like, oh, are we ever going to see them? Are they to power down? Is this just like their graveyard, or they don't look to be activated? It looks like, uh, what is it that what's that uh, movie with the South African aliens? Uh, District Nine. District Nine. District Nine. District Ninety Four. That's a Star Wars time. So I'm I'm just gonna point this out that that would be great if they were just floating there and and wait Ford's dead darn it I was about to say and there's like a line about like oh that must be over a thousand of them it's one thousand and one oh it's over a thousand well R.I.P. Planet I gotta go kid (laughs) 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 but could you is that what they're going to do though so Palpatine realized that like having one giant planet destroying weapon was never going to work out because a bunch of teenagers and their aluminum falcon would come <laughs> along and destroy it. So he decided to like decentralize and have like a thousand different ships. Why Is that destroy what one do? planet with one other planet when I can destroy a thousand planets with a thousand ships? What if, what if, uh, the end, they, uh, Chewie and Lando somehow get one of those Death Star lasers on that falcon and they hold the Emperor up at the end and he just surrenders? Because he's got a, a Millennium Falcon Death Star laser. If they can put it on that, why not? <laughs> Everybody gets a laser? The radar dish. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I want to see a Photoshop of that. That's a, <laughs> it's a giant gun. <laughs> Just like um, uh, bungee cords and zip ties onto the Falcon. Chewing gum, paper clips. <laughs> We're in a really big paper clip. <laughs> A, a few Jawas jammed in there. <laughs> God, why am I not writing for a show? Long silence. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, 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 I'm like depressed in the fact I don't write for some show where I can just say this and it's a good idea. And get it out of your system and not, yes. not sidetrack a Star Wars podcast. Why would yeah, I do that? like become the bane of star wars fandom yourself you take that off yes i want the hatred it will make me stronger (laughs) okay zanger is considering that you and i have played star wars battlefront 2 recently in one of the missions there's a venator class star destroyer and you have to like protect like its giant laser from being destroyed like on its underside it's worth pointing out that the star destroyer every time into a building randomly after banking a turn. <laughs> okay, thank you. But the question is, is that the same like super laser? You think like the same idea of having a star destroyer with like a super laser mounted to like the underside of it? Because this isn't exactly a brand new. Whoa, 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 whoa. What if they tie this into Project Cinder? Like it's the same well, type sure. of weaponry. Yeah, actually, now do you mention that? So, even so where it's that. not each of them can destroy a planet on its own, but the fleet. So that yeah. way, it's like you you can't take them all out. It doesn't take all of them to destroy a planet, but the more of them it, that is, the easier is, it makes it. It's just is, kind isn't of that. Isn't that why I said the fact that it's like a Death Star but decentralized? Dang it, he got there. Yeah, I guess so. But it's, right, maybe it's that, a transformer zinger. Oh right no, 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 don't don't it's, don't get me too excited. It's the Unicron Star Destroyer. Oh boy! <laughs> or it becomes like a pyramid or something because they. Can, I'm sure we can put them all together. See, Russ, together. they're gonna they're gonna try to compete with the Borg instead of a cube. It's gonna be a, a tri or a or pyramid. It's gonna be become the wheel from the old comics or something. Oh my God. Were there ever? 
back. Was there ever an armada of planet destroying weapons in, in Legends? I feel like there is. I there really was other do. Big stuff, yeah, yeah. There was no, but I mean the or, idea of like. Well, I know they had a bunch of planet destroying weapons, but were they ever like this, like decentralized? I mean, due to all the government spending, they really could not. I mean, afford to do something of that scale. Yeah, it seems like every time you get just about that big, then somebody just comes around and destroy it, and everyone always has to start over. Yes. Those damn teenagers. And their aluminum falcon. And the, no, sorry, and their aluminum hawk. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I think also these look like they have vague red markings on them. I'm just going to throw that out there now just so it's on record on recording. No, yeah, I think, some, I think that is that it. a while ago. Yeah, I think these are where the red guys are. I think I, I'm, the, I'm saying guys. that. Because yeah. I feel it needs to be said for earlier discussions made on said podcast between me and an individual who I guess will remain nameless. Zach. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, I was telling you to continue talking. I, I have nothing else to say. Oh, sure. That you were claiming that it could have been something, I don't know, like a, like a, I don't know, Venator class, Star Destroyer, and obviously... There was a mistake made on somebody's behalf, but I, I, I don't know who it could be. Anyway, so what's the next thing we have to discuss? <laughs> Vengeful podcasters on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Vengeful podcast. <laughs> Vindictive podcast host Zanger. I'm not angry. I'm just no. I'm just I'm just mad. <laughs> do you want to talk about anything else from the trailer or do we want to delve into the Reddit leak thing? Um, oh, Zenger, wait, this the, is, Russell yeah, and I this kind part, of talked about this a couple weeks ago. So, do you anything you want to specifically highlight? Um, in seriousness and not a, a joke. No, I'm I'm trying to. Th- I mean, like I said, we've covered this stuff. I, me and Eric do talk about it on the Zingness episode when we covered the stuff, and I, I mean, it's I, I feel like everything we're being shown is like a whole lot of red herring nothingness because they know. Um, oh, actually, yeah, there is one thing I never mentioned. Um. I don't think I did. Uh, evil C-3PO? Yes. Um, yeah. I, is, is he, like, behind it the whole time? Do the red eyes mean something? Is it something where he could just be glitching out? It seems like we're getting the most, like, weird 3PO little teasers of any movie where we've seen him with Ray's staff, right? We've seen him with a bowcaster. On that poster, we still don't know if that poster was real. I mean, yeah, it's, it's you know what I mean? All. It's real for all. Might as Every, well be Everything's been point. confirmed. Everything on it, yeah. And now the red eyes too. So it's like, I love. I actually love. I love that three PO is a good big deal, man. Like, and there's no R two, but you know, we'll take that for now. It's all right. Well, the small victory. Well, where could R two be? Because you have BB eight, Do, and C three PO. Like, where's R two? Are all the droids gonna be like? Are we gonna have three droid sidekicks or four technically? I guess we need one in each location. I mean, it doesn't look like. I, mean, I have no idea if Leia is going to live or die in this, but uh, maybe she's got R2, and that's what where he is? Because he's not oh. done interview with anybody else. Well, well, maybe, because if you remember the plot from The Force Awakens is that R2 is, like, doing... Think about it. He's not there for The Force Awakens, and if they're using, like, old Leia Carrie Fisher footage, that would explain why he has to remain with her. Hmm... Interesting. We haven't, seen, we haven't seen R2 with I think but we've seen we know Dio is Daft Punk Zan Wessel's droid. We know BB8 is with them, and obviously three C3, C3PO is with them. But R2 is Ish. Ish. 
All right, Zinger, anything else before you derail us another time? No, 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 I'm, I'm just... <sighs> anything else before we get to the Reddit leak? And I, do you think you should maybe give kind of a big-time spoiler warning if you're going to talk yeah, about this stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty... It's a bit the most believable thing I've read. It, it, some of it's really pretty, too. But it's a pretty hardcore spoilers if it, 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 does, it makes a lot of sense, too. Well, okay, before we get into this, and this is why I want a professional podcast host, Zenger. Please Yay. take off the, the, the jokester Zenger hat. Uh, Zeng, okay, Zenger and I... too tight. <laughs> clearly. Zenger, when we were, like like gearing up for Avengers Endgame and I was like just throwing spoilers at you against your will most of the time <laughs> and you had a very specific thing that you kind of described I think you talked about it on the Zeng this episode we talked about it on here was the idea that like the stuff we saw online felt like a spec script Yeah. do you want to kind of like explain that to our kind of like frame like this discussion with that like antidote how- so okay so Zach, through some means, I'm trying to remember how we got here, um, to, to the discussion to where he basically laid out plot detail by plot detail of the script. So I went into to Avengers Endgame kind of thinking, uh, and, and the thing is, elements of the spoilers you told me are in the movie. Well, They're yeah, I was about to ask, how, how much was right? Well, there was, um... In the uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Zach. I'm trying to remember this because it kind of all floated out of my memory since then. Um, you had pointed out that the the script you read or the or the leaks you saw, which I I think was an I seriously think someone got a hold of an early draft of the movie and kind of went off of that. Um, Captain America actually uses the gauntlet instead mm-hmm. of Tony Stark, and he dies. Um, and Tony wasn't there also lived. stuff. Wasn't there stuff too that like Thanos like comes and they have to like go back like Thanos, yeah, 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 Thanos yeah, like yeah. three or four times. Yeah, there there was a lot of like a movement around through time and stuff, and the um they didn't get the stones. What they had to do was the actual Infinity Gauntlet that like Tony built was copying their the gamma radiation from them. Mm. Yeah. And like making like a copy of it to utilize, so they didn't take it from like a like the time and do the whole oh we're messing up time and doing this stuff. It was a more I guess airtight to an extent way of doing it since they since it was just like able to copy the the thing and um, there was a fight between Thanos and like. Captain Marvel that kind of vaguely was familiar. I mean, vaguely was in there too, because I think there was a point where it pointed out the only way Thanos could like beat her was to actually use the power stone, which he ironically does do in the movie. Hmm. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember the other stuff. Well, the lot of the spoilers for that played out like a highlights reel. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it was that someone kind of took like plot beats, condensed them into like a sentence and that's what it was. It was like, oh, like Professor Hulk was in there, and yeah. there was there was stuff like that. Like the ending of the movie was very different. That was the one thing that got spoiled for me was Professor Hulk. I think it was uh someone had like put like a banner on a post like 
the Hulk is smart and he's Bruce Banner now and they're the same guy. And it was like, wait, what? I wouldn't even, it had nothing to do with Marvel, but that was what got spoiled for me. I was like, oh, well, the, okay. The toys were everywhere too, though. So that was kind of, I mean, it's like, oh, he could be the Hulk. And it's like, mm, Hulk doesn't have gray hair. Yeah, but the whole point of the story is is the idea that like just because some of this stuff makes sense, and Zenger kind of explained it perfectly now and even back then, was that this seems like a very I don't want to say early draft of the script, but it's the idea that things are in constant motion. They still have three months of editing to play with this movie. Something that we're seeing now could be correct. But it could very well change. And there's also the possibility that knowing like how much of a, uh, oh God, secretive person JJ is, he could also be floating out fake rumors and stuff to th- like throw people off the trail or even smoke out people leaking stuff internally. Grab him and put him in his box. His mystery see the, box. So we, I see we took off the professional podcast Zenger hat and we put on the uh, let's make jokes hat. I mean – isn't that what he would do with him if he caught him leaking stuff? <laughs> Spoken just like the guy that took yeah. off the professional podcasting <laughs> hat. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Sanger. So, yeah, because even like a lot of people on the, the leaks page on Reddit are like talking how the rumors from 2015, even though they got a lot of things right, there was a lot of like plot points that were missing from The Force Awakens, the final film. And I think that's what's going on here because there are some, like, it's funny, I have all the. Oh god, leaking stuff that I've read so far I like this incarnation The best There's some elements that seem a little bit wonky And there's some, I don't want to say conflicting Information, but there's some information that seems Like it ha- like Different leaks that could be plugged into other Leaks and would make a lot more sense <laughs> There's also elements Of it where they are uh... They're just like, oh, and this character, he's also there at the same time. Look, don't ask me. I don't know. Somehow he's basically in two places at once. But that's about the best I get. Speaking about Kylo at one point. Yeah. I guess, well, a lot of this, too, even though it's, God, it, how many bullet points are there, Russ? There's like, what, 30 it's bullet points? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty long post. It's the notion of how much of this is just somebody explaining it poorly or it's like even like you guys we've all seen Avengers Endgame. Imagine explaining that film's plot in like oh god, five sentences. How do you explain that movie as concisely as possible without sounding like a crazy person? Well, go through time, get stone, stop invent, Thanos. I'm Iron Man. And fix stuff. Yeah, had invent time travel after actually. <laughs> See? Start with that. You have to invent it first. Well, remember, Zenger, even in the leaks I was showing you for Endgame, they didn't talk about time travel. It was more like I had no idea. Oh, yeah, it was dimensions. It was like it was like the the Phantom Realm or wherever he uh Ant Man goes. Yeah, it was like kind of the quantum realm. Sorry. Like yes. they 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 went through time or something. I don't know, it was something to where it's like they were copying. It was a big thing about like they weren't taking the stones. It was the device copied it. But as we, but again, the obviously like the same like overall. Oh, and Iron happens. Man loses an arm, I think, in it too, if I remember correctly. I I I, I forget in all honesty. There's a lot of that stuff that kind of just. Yeah, I think I was, I was reading loses, so much of it. He does the snap and he loses an arm. Maybe. Oh, and there was supposed to be a fight between Thanos and Hulk. Like a rematch. Yes. Well, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. And, and who knows? A lot of this. All, that's Sorry, the thing it's coming too. back to me now. 
<laughs> a lot of this too could be like glorified fan fiction. Like somebody sits there, like hears a detail or reads something or sees an image and they fill in the gaps with their own, just what they think is happening. So let's do that with these leaks. Okay. Let's, so yeah. Can I talk about, can I bring up the first thing in this that blew me away? Prince okay. is Leia. Wait, 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 wait. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Well, okay. Not spoilers. We've talked about that. I think that's narcissistic to call rumors spoilers. Be advised. Just proceed with caution in the off chance that any of this is even slightly correct. If you want to go into this film being as blind as possible, please stop listening now. And make sure to put on your surprised hat if you're going to continue to listen so that when you become surprised, that hat's going to come off. <laughs> okay. All right, Ross, go ahead. Oh, wait, so you want to just bring up the very first scene that is well, that supposedly the opening scene of the film? You, Ross, you do what you think. You do okay. you. I'll just say this, just because I this is something I never even imagined. It's saying that the uh, opening scene, you're going to get young Luke and Leia flashbacks. And Star Wars has never done flashbacks. And it's, it did. It, Wait. Flash did. Jedi. Uh, good Star Wars hasn't done flash. <laughs> but up, up, be, up, up. Those are dreams. Luke and Leia uh, Jedi training together and Leia's final lesson because she is pregnant with Benjamin Dr. Ezevan Solo <laughs> And She can't be a Jedi anymore But she has a lightsaber And is speaking to Rey and mentoring her As a Jedi I just That's mm. I never imagined that they would actually Go that deep I mean if just, just Yeah like you said it sounds like Some good fanfic it could be real though The Jedis are a whole ton of Ass for making someone who's pregnant Not be a Jedi anymore no, no, Leia's giving it up. Oh. Well, okay, this is okay, this is this is one of the big things because the Leia lightsaber plays a big role later on in the film. And <laughs> it's two words I don't think I'd ever like think we'd be coming in this last movie talking about. So what do you think Leia's lightsaber is like what? <laughs> well, it's the okay. The Leia lightsaber idea seems like so fan servicey, but think of the amount of merchandise they'll sell. If they have a Leia Maybe lightsaber. Carrie wanted that. Maybe she was like, I want to go out with a laser sword. <laughs> one last time. <laughs> I chop up one of those pig guys. <laughs> Fry some bacon. <laughs> I don't know why Carrie Fisher went to Palpatine all of a sudden. I don't know sure. either. I noticed you guys are doing it. I'm like, I'm going to see where this goes. It's hard. I, oh, God. Can anybody do a good Carrie impersonation? No, I don't think I've ever tried. Yeah, I think it would just Without... be a teen right now. It's, you know, no. <laughs> I, I think mine's just going to turn offensive. into. I just think mine's going to turn into female Palpatine, just because I don't know why. That just seems. All right, what does that hilarious. sound like? I want here. We'll give you a pass. This is a no judgment zone right now. We'll give you a pass, singer. Give it a test run. I remember back when I fought Luke. I had my own lightsaber. Me and him fought each other. Whooped his ass. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a palpit a female palpatine that just never quits that just like like chews cigarettes for a living. Just chews them and eats them. Doesn't even smoke them, just swallows packs whole. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's my I don't know why it came about impression of Carrie Fisher doing an impression of the Emperor. Zare, what was it like on episode of Zagnus? You and I were trying to do a J.K. Rowling impersonation. And you just like devolved into like, the most horrible, like, like oh, lot like offensive, like British accent. Yep, yeah, yeah. we lost listeners. I'm not gonna lie. 
like every time I'm on saying this. <laughs> yes, it goes down drastically. Just you can you can see the dip. Uh, so the yes, black hole of listening. Uh, so the idea of a Leia lightsaber, that then like the idea of it sounds awful. But I can imagine like the merchandise people just like salivating, being like, "We're gonna make so <laughs> much money off this." Because think about Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge has like an entire oh lord, like a wall devoted to spending like four hundred dollars on lightsaber yeah. hilts. It's, it's and imagine, and imagine if you have a Leia one, you can put out the very like Friday morning if this movie comes out. So all the nerds that go see the movie Thursday night can go directly to Galaxy's Edge, drop like I don't know, like a mortgage payment to have their own like brand new like Leia lightsaber. <laughs> Listen, I told JJ I wanted my own lightsaber, and he said, out of the question. So I stared him down for a little bit, walked away, came back, had my own lightsaber. Blade was pink. I said, you let Sam Jackson do whatever he wanted. It's my turn. Seriously, I don't know where this voice is coming from, but it's not going to stop now. JJ Abrams, only you could be so bold. I recognize you foul stench when I didn't get my lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) And he was sitting there with this box and question marks on it. I don't know what it was for. But the thing is, yeah, we'll get it'll be young Carrie we'll see with the lightsaber, which is also like first I didn't think I would see a lightsaber with her or a young version of her only eight years after. What's is it going to start off looking like Frankenstein and stuff like the end of uh I like Rogue One. Like we're gonna start with like two like a weird Luke and Leia. Gonna recreate her. Well, okay. I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Zanger. Because they did unless they already had it filmed. Recast. Oh well, they said they would. No. Well, okay. This is the thing is that you're right. JJ did. They made a very big point of saying this is all Carrie's footage. I I believe that's probably the foundation of it because they've already lied because they said they weren't going to alter her footage at all and they've they've proved they've altered it based on that screenshot that we've seen of the exact same like scene but she's wearing different clothes different hair different yeah. jewelry so listen already- listen I can strike a pose perfectly from oh scene God. to scene. I didn't approve that second dress. She's saying that now. That first one, the blue one, looks cool. I don't know why they they made her. They took the exact same shot and just kind of made it look worse. Well, again, they, ah, whatever. Who knows what sort of digital trickery they have to do nowadays? Whoever they can help cut corners. Think about Ray can't have a different outfit because they had to yeah, blend right? it with the shots of her. And I'm like, you put a brand new outfit on Carrie Fisher. You couldn't do that. You couldn't merge new scenes with Ray. Like that's why happened? that's why Dark Ray exists because they're like markings like guys you got you could buy this figure four years ago everyone has this you can't just keep putting her in this or like I don't know make her evil in a dream or something or put her in a stormtrooper outfit. <laughs> You're not wrong, Russ. I would imagine that conversation happened at least once sometime in the last two years. Ray Sith trooper outfit. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> she sneaks she out and take my money. Second star, Death Star Destroyer with the Millennium Falcon in tow. Russ, oh, come on. Spoilers. No, sorry. Russ, we got to cool down. Here. The money printing machine is catching on fire right now with all the money it's printing. 
All right. So moving on, Russ, do you, do you want to break these down for us? Because I feel like if I let Zenger keep going, it's just going to devolve into Carrie, like horrible, horrendous, offensive Carrie Fisher impersonation. <laughs> you guys open Pandora's box. All right. So should we switch to Kylo then? Like go to the next, whatever the main, I mean, who knows if that, what about Kylo? Kylo sure. has like, what about I'm about Kylo? It, I'm letting you take it anyway you want, to? Russ. Look, what's Kylo up to in this movie? Well, we catch up with Kylo's story where he is slaughtering people. And that's what we've seen in that early trailer because he's looking for a device called the Wayfinder. He slaughters just like his grandfather did so many years ago. Look at that fluid chop. <laughs> oh, Look nope. There he, goes some children. Oh, oh, he no. WWE <laughs> that one guy. Whoa, he really loves those moves. Oh, that's a slobber knocker right there. So yeah, what do you you know about this, Zach? So what he has to find something called a, a wayfinder, and then something called the oracle, right? Well, the wayfinder, and there was a scoop rumor, whatever you want to call it, from Bespin Bulletin that said, <laughs> yeah, you say that, that with disgust. There's a reason why I'm saying that with disgust because there's a story behind it, but that that's kind of like the 2.0 stories to why we're no longer the Star Wars Junk Podcast. But we'll get to that. Zanger hasn't even heard that story. Um, but Listen, no, honey, I've been around for a while and I've heard many stories. Lucas once told me there's no underwear in space. And that's, <laughs> that's why I wasn't wearing underwear in most scenes. True story. I feel like they're giving a greater punchline to that. <laughs> Ru- Russ, do you want to punch that up? We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll let you in real time punch that up. I would imagine you have a better way to end that. You can tell it to Zanger and Zanger can I can edit it to make it sound better. I feel like I don't even, he even lost me. What the heck are you even talking about, Zanger? <laughs> no, there was apparently something like during the original filming, like Lucas made some comment that there's no underwear in space. Oh. Like Gary Fisher like wasn't wearing a bra during a like good chunk of a scene. <laughs> That's great. I love the idea of us being like, Sanger, what the hell are you talking about? I was like, we all want to talk about Carrie Fisher's underwear. Sure. Or lack thereof. Sanger, you know what? We all like these things. We just don't say them in public, though. Come on, man. I know you're not a professional, but there's a line to be drawn. I'm just saying, I remember hearing that fact like years ago, and I'm like, that is, Lucas is a, I can't tell if I'm angry, proud, or upset. I, I just, or weirdly turned on. <laughs> oh, yes! The stormtroopers, everybody. Vader, all everyone, no underwear. No one. Everybody in the Star Wars universe goes commando. Palpy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nothing under that robe. I like that. Oh, man, dang it. Uh, hold on. Now my Carrie Fisher voice is apparently just my Palpatine voice, too. I just like to live free under this thing. You know, just let it all... Hang out. Also, due to the lightning, it's nice to let the skin air out. <coughs> Dang it. That tears up my throat doing Carrie Fisher. Good. And then go God, imagine how she felt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I felt bad. I love Carrie Fisher so much. We, we, being we all do. I'm reeling it back. Reeling it back. Love <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Rest in, rest, rest in princess. That's what they say. Okay. So, okay. No, the thing from Best in Bulletin says that the Wayfinder devices are uh, ho- are Sith holocrons. Ooh. Okay. So they're gonna look like the, like a the, yeah, the, the red triangle, the little red triangle, little triangle. Yeah, little red. Yeah, pyramid. Merch. I want one. I think well, they, I have. They, sell, I they sell them. One, at, they sell them at Galaxy's Edge for like fifty dollars each, and they talk. Yeah, I got Zach. the one. The book comes out of it. 
That one's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Zach, you have to say for only $50 each. We're not going to be moving any of this product if you keep making it sound expensive. Oh, I'm sorry. For the low, low <laughs> price of $49.99? Yes, you'll there be, you go. You'll be lucky to steal one at the rate of $59.95. <laughs> Perfect. But that's what I mean, though, by like merchandise, is if they have red Sith holocrons in this, let's just say there's a Jedi 1, 2, whatever. Let's, let's for the sake of argument, buy into it. Think of the, the amount of those they'll, they'll sell. Yeah, and it seems like a thing that's it's been in Star Wars because it's such a video game trope that you need for everything that it's it's like how how have they not been in here by now? All right, because it's in it's in Rebels. I think it's in Clone Wars. And those, even though those are both like TV shows, they are like for mostly like Star Wars fans. But if you put one of these things in the movie, can you imagine how many? What's that? Hey, Luke never had a magic little box. Where'd this come from? Yeah. The guys can who you think about Star Wars all the a year won't know what it is. But think of all the kids, though. They're going to come out like into Galaxy's Edge come December 2019 and be like, Mommy, 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 I want the glowing bread pyramid because it was in the Kylo Ren. That's evil. <laughs> that's the way it's going to be, though. It's like everything I can very easily imagine. This is another, again, a lot of this stuff. Look at all, like we talked about it. What was it? There's going to be no more three and three quarter inch line of like Star Wars that's figures. so depressing. I hope that's really not true. That means that one of the last lines was that little bad one from Target where they're in those little tubes. No, they are going to still do like the vintage collection. Oh, like, that's good. That, but not but like a I dedicated mean, line, right? Not a yeah. completely dedicated. You won't have a card back for Rise no. of Skywalker. No, Rise you're not. And that's why I mean those. Like they, they're thinking of creative ways to like push the merch. Can I can I throw an idea out there real quick? Is it serious or is it a joke? A combination of both. More begging on serious, but I'm kind of going to joke about it because it terrifies me at the same time. All right, I'll allow it. What if the Sith holocron thing can connect to, like... Because they've done this with, like, the little Destiny, like, ghost and stuff where you can connect it to your Alexa and it can be, like, just something that can glow and pulse when you, like, activate your Alexa. Oh, it's like your little holocron. Yeah, so... And then there's there's a skill you can teach the device to where it can respond and do your Jedi training every day or Sith training, depending on your thing. I mean, yeah, I'm just throwing it. Someone kills someone, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, this thing was teaching him to be evil. He, <laughs> he tried to destroy his rival. It was him <laughs> and his friend were the two, and another one came along. They had to kill him. And for some <laughs> reason, he did not realize, as always, his friend had the higher ground. This is a continuing issue with the Sith. It's like the Alexa equivalent of like the Anarchist Handbook, right? Or cookbook. <laughs> it's it's a Star Wars equivalent of that. Not yeah, so. I- Hawaii for all the uh, volcanoes nearby. <laughs> I'm I'm just throwing that idea out there into the ether of the world, and since I have one of those in here, I know they heard me. Oh man, Stanger, that's that's a deluxe model though. You ain't get one of those for forty nine ninety nine. No, exactly. That that's why you get the more expensive one, and then you still have to. It's it's not even the actual device itself. It just pairs with that device. Mm. You make yeah, I can see that. <laughs> You can you can write the checks to Disney Lucasfilm to Zenger at <laughs> Virginia Lane. <laughs> yes. At right. KOV Podcast Headquarters. Yes, which is in a dumpster behind the Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Waffle House. We don't deserve it. Oh, sorry. We're, we're, oh, we're I was, was going to say 
can I check if any of that solo merch is in there? Maybe, <laughs> maybe even some old Fantastic we're, Four. We're, we're trying to move up. We're trying to move up to the Denny's. Yes. We 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 go in every once in a while. Russ stumbles into the like the dumpster behind Denny's, and like the manager and the cook, like wearing the dirty apron and like greasy sweatpants, has to like throw stuff. I was like, "Get out of here, bud! We got rid of all those therm scissor punch." I was like, "I need six. Ago. I need that six eyes. You got you got six eyes, six eyes, <laughs> and like the solo crackhead behind me." Uh, <laughs> What if they? What if they can't? Yeah, support has gone down. To, so Rise of Skywalker actually has a, a Waffle House tie-in. That's all they could. Get oh, jeez, that would be great. Do you? Okay, quick question about merchandise merchandise tie-ins. Now that Disney and like McDonald's like do like merchandise like the toy pack-ins again, they did it for the Lion King, they did yeah. it for Toy Story. Do you think we're gonna get a Rise of Skywalker tie-in? Like like a Happy Meal menu thing? I hope. I really hope that would be awesome because yeah, if they're not going to do that, man, give us something. You know, three, three, fourth. What's the point of going out? Well, maybe you could be like Zanger and win that giant pork. Didn't you win that Zanger? <laughs> what the giant? No, I bought that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I won. I won on record though that a couple weeks ago, Russ and I were talking about like t- tie-ins, and I was right. The only like merch, like uh, like fast food tie-in merchandise for the Force Awakens were tote bags from Subway. Yeah. Yeah, you were absolutely right. And they looked just like the Rebels once, too. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, how did I miss that? It it's must have been so Jared. Cheap. Jared had to be going on at the time. The only reason I was probably <laughs> tuned it out altogether and be like, I don't care. Russ sees like a Subway commercial on TV in December of 2015, like starts going into like like PTSD flashbacks, sticks his fingers and goes, la, 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 la. I'll never be the same again. It's me pulling a foot long away from my mouth going, ah, <laughs> dare you? Animals. All right, Russ, do you want to continue on with this rumor? Oh, so yeah, so what is this, that uh, that Kylo Ren is looking for a wayfinder to meet an oracle? Now, do we, in, what does the oracle do? It it shows him where the emperor is? It shows him where the wayfinder is that belonged to Darth Vader. Okay, so this finds what? No, his all grandfather. The, all the spaceships, all the... <laughs> it's this point... I want to point out that it actually I'm reading it now and it does say grandfather. Yes. <laughs> the does. person who wrote this didn't spell check, obviously. So yes, <laughs> we have a new character in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Kylo Ren's grandfather. <laughs> I want that toy. When do we get that toy? It's 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 the opposite of Ben Swallow. <laughs> grandfather. <laughs> All right, Russ, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that, so that yeah, that's where this right. goes. So he goes and he sees Monster Mash in the flesh. Kylo meets the Emperor. And what? The real Emperor. Is that like, do you think that's actually going to happen? Is this just well, more fanfic? Well, you know what it says? It says Kylo encounters, not meets the Emperor. So I think we might be talking to a, like a disembodied voice. I or think one of those droids. Bring back the droids. Mm, I don't know. It might be one of those Sentinels. I don't. I don't know. The Sentinels might show up, but I think that's too inside God, baseball. I want, I want one so bad in, in like a live action movie. Well, it could, I think it could show up. It, there's no reason to believe it wouldn't. But I think, especially I think, if if Operation Cinder technology is being used, calls back, makes that game. I, worth I think a, you're onto something. I think you're onto something because if you look, I've at got Operation, a vein. I've got a vein of gold. I'm I'm digging into it. Well, if you look at the Operation Cinder like laser cannons, they look very similar to the things that are mounted under the Star Destroyers. It's the same like cylindrical 
oh god, whatever you want to call it, the mechanism. I mean, it would make sense, and it also they did go through the trouble of putting the emperor in that. And I mean, this was created just a few years ago, and it's supposed to tie in with all this. This came out. Oh, oh, real quick. This is kind of like it's a tangent, but it's appropriate. I meant to bring this up because last week or two days from now, the the episode where I talk about Thrawn treason comes out, and Zenger remembers uh, uh, after my uh, aftermath Empire's end. Yes, and I do. And I know I've mentioned it like a dozen times on here, and you heard it last week about the thing about like, oh, the only reason why the emperor kept throwing around, blah blah blah. He knew his way around the unknown regions. I went back and got the I found I got it from my local library the audio book, and I listened to the very specific chapter where that Thrawn thing was mentioned because I wanted to include it in the episode. And in that chapter thirty five, and Rush, you probably know this because you're the master of the trivia. Palpatine's dignitaries that were with him on the death, uh, the second Death Star. What's I got? What I, I Zenger, maybe one of you wouldn't mind looking up right now while I'm talking. All the names of the dignitaries, and Zenger, you remember the villain Early of the Mo. <laughs> oh my God, folks! If there was if you could win, if there was an Olympic sport for interrupting me, making me lose my train of thought, Zenger would place not even gold. It'd be like the platinum. That's what he would get. <laughs> Anyway, if somebody could look that up real quick, because Zenger, you remember in the Aftermath Empire's End book that Gallius Rax was the villain of those, right? Yes. He was, um, he was one of the command, like, he was a high-ranking commander, right? Well, he was somebody, I forget specifically, though, but he was somebody that Palpatine kept hidden until the end, like, with Operation Cinder. He was hidden Oh, wait, no, 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 isn't he the one, like, okay, in Revenge of the Sith... There's that one guy that has like the horns and stuff. No, that's Masamita. Masamita! Oh, my bad. I thought it was the same guy for some reason. And then as soon as he said Masamita, I'm like, no, wait, that's right. Never mind. But yes, yes. All right. Yes, he was. Throw us some Masamita in Return of the Jedi. What are you doing? Come there on. There it is. Okay. I'm pretty. I could be getting this <laughs> wrong, but I think it's it's Sim Alu. Because at the toward the, in chapter thirty five, and I'll try to insert clips if I can, because it's it's like twenty five minutes long, and I can't insert twenty five minutes of an audio book for practical reasons. Never mind, I'll probably be sued if I did that. The pants off, you. Yeah. The pants off me. At one point, Gallius Rax and Simalu, or it's one of the Emperor's dignitaries, whatever. We'll just call him Simalu because we all know what he looks like. They're going down into the observatory of Jakku to like set off the device that's going to blow up the entire planet. Another tie into the fact that Palpatine did have other planet-destroying tech, but that's not the point I'm getting at right now. Is that while they're going down there... Sim Alu keeps making comments that Palpatine will be reborn and he will come back. And while this is all going on, Gallius Rack says, like, oh, these are just the ramblings of a madman that's lost his god. Tashu gambles down in front of the artifacts, his fingertips dancing along their cases. He mutters to himself, and Rack sees that he's chewed his own lips bloody. Are you ready? He asks Palpatine's old advisor. I am, Tashu says, turning. His cheeks are wet with tears, his teeth slick with red. Palpatine lives on. We will find him again out there in the dark. Everything has arranged itself as our master foretold. All things move toward the great design. 
The sacrifices have all been made. Not all of them, Rax thinks. You must be clothed in the raiment of darkness, Rax says. The mantle of the dark side is yours to wear. At least for a time. At least until we can find Palpatine and revivify him, bringing his soul back to flesh anew. This is all a lie, of course. He believes none of it. It is a ruse sold to Tashu. Lies are like leashes. Tug them just so, and all who believe them will comply. And the lunatic believes it. Because lunatics always believe the things that confirm their view of the galaxy. Tashu's view is that the dark side is all. That Palpatine was the master not just of the Empire, but of everyone and everything. And that through all of this, the Dark Lord will be reborn. Good. Let him believe that. I'm listening to this being like... This book was published in like February of 2017, probably written wow. at least a year in advance. And there's an, ins- and I'm not just talking about like one line of dialogue. It's said a few times in this chapter that Palpatine, that Sim Alus when- says numerous times when Palpatine comes back, when Palpatine is reborn, when Palpatine is, is oh Lord, reforged. And, and it's said that way. And Gallius Rax explicitly says these, it's like Palpatine reborn. What an absurd notion. <laughs> well, yeah, they can always end it. The, they've been putting it out there the whole time. I kind of like that. That's a good way to actually keep it all as one big thing. I think that's what they're doing. Again, folks, I'll try to insert as much of it as I can. And if I do end up inserting like 15 minutes straight, forgive me. But you, there is a lot to learn. And that. I know a lot of people like subscribe to the notion that Palpatine, like, oh, this whole thing of like bringing Palpatine back is a way to cater to like, like apologize for the last Jedi. I don't think so. I think a lot of this Palpatine being reborn stuff, they might have had the idea, like one amongst many. Well, I'm but I do something. think it's been there for a while. I'm reading something right now that's talking about it. It's talking about Sidious also regarding Rex as a confidant, allowing him to address some of she Palpatine, like. It's talking about, um, yeah, it's basically saying to ensure the Empire's rebirth mm-hmm. of them, like, fleeing after that battle. It's also the notion of, and I think this is going to be the, co- I think at one point in this movie, we are going to get a fight between the New Republic, or not New Republic, excuse me, the Resistance and the First Order versus the Sith Armada. Because part of these rumors leaks is that General Hux is a he's a mole mole. for the resistance he's feeding the resistance information about the first order i can 110 percent see that because he's not happy that he isn't the big boy in the big chair so what's he going to do he's going to undermine the big boy in the big chair yeah i think i think that's what they're getting at i because i I, I, oh he's going to go by a code name and it's going to be something to where any person's going to put it together like way early in the movie and then, like, later on, it's going to be a big reveal where everyone's going to be like, <gasps> except for no one in the audience is going to be doing that. It's going to be like, it, it was totally him. The guy's name, code name was Pucks. Would they actually do the thing of having him, his code name, be Fulcrum? Would they do that? Is it that would, to, to Rebel? That, you know what? That would be cool if Fulcrum's, like, a just continuing, like, alias. That, like, mo- um. 
Actually, I'm going to reference this because I need to. Similar to the Shadow Broker in the Mass Effect games is not the per is like anyone anyone can become the Shadow Broker, but you're not meant to know that the Shadow Broker is a different person. We're talking about Hux here. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Hux becoming like the spy and everything. Oh, okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm thinking he's some. You're making him kind of inter- interdimensional, like uh. Like being some, uh, never mind. Yeah, good point. No, 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 no. That, that, that he's like the spot, and like it would be something to where, like, we as the audience would figure it out in five seconds where they're like, oh, we've got this spy in there. And then he'll reveal it later on to like Kylo Ren will be like, I was a spy for the rebellion the whole time. And everyone in the audience, the force. Will be like, yeah. And he'll go, Remember Alderaan, down with the Empire. <laughs> Perfect. No, Hux, no. <laughs> I can 100% see. But I, I, you know what? I will agree with Zach. If they use Fulcrum, I would I would applaud it if they did it as like a, that's just a code name for like anyone who's like, can can take that code name. I think it would be cool. Yeah, I could, I could see that. The name of the, it's not a dictatory. <laughs> what it was, it was one of Palpatine's. You fool. It was one of Palpatine's closest advisors, his name being Yup Tashu. Bless you. Y U P E Tashu. During the Battle of Jakku, Yup Tashu traveled with, with uh, Gallius Rax, Brendel Hux, Armitage Hux, and child soldiers of Jakku, blah, blah, blah. Um, after making their way past several computers, which the Empire had been using to calculate safe routes through the unknown regions, the two men enter the hallway containing artifacts from the old Sith Empire, including a red mask, a white lance, a bloody banner, and a black holocron. You know one thing I'm going to say these leaks don't have? They don't have any of that mention of those Knights of Ren dancing around helmets and all that. Uh, yeah. It seemed like the early yes. leaks that was very heavy, all that stuff. This doesn't have anything about or his mask or anything. It seems like we're led to believe that the helmet is such a big deal, a big part of the movie. But this isn't talking about that at all. They're chasing daggers and uh, and looking for the Oracle. It's, it's really much different than a lot of the other things that we've basically been talking about for last year. Well, look, okay, I know a couple weeks ago Rob and I did the thing about like com- like figuring out how like, Justice League can tell us about this movie, but Zenger, and I imagine Russ has probably seen Justice League 2017, think about how much of that movie is a collect quest of like, oh, we have to do this thing, then we gotta do that thing, then we gotta do these things. And yeah, that's, that's what this, movie- this all sounds like. This sounds yep. like that, where it's a lot of people just having jobs to do all the time, and everybody's just going here, going here, meeting this, oh my god, and then people are... Uh, having flashes where they're together and fighting. Mm-hmm. What I, it, that. I don't know though, because again, at this point, the rate we're going, we would be here for another two or three hours if we tried breaking this down. And yeah. Saying, like, because this goes on for another, like thirty paragraphs. Sure. But based on, because again, I guess also too for people who don't want to know this sort of stuff, you can we'll, we'll link to it in the show notes if you want to specifically see it. Based on what you've read, Russ and Sanger. What do you think of this? Like, because the, the, the whole thing, this eventually ends with Ray and Kylo Ren and Force Ghost Luke and Leia, and Leia. fighting the Emperor. Like, what, what would happen if they did that? I think a ghost gives Ray Leia's lightsaber at some point too. <laughs> <laughs> Why not at that point? And that she, uh, yeah, and wraps up with her uh, putting hers and Luke's lightsaber together to form one. 
with a different I, colored blade. I could see them doing that. That seems like that's that's the merchandising opportunity to end all merchandising opportunities. What haven't we done yet? Well, we've done one that's too hard. We've done New one color. that's color. We don't just like wait. Why don't we just have one with like different colors on both sides? In a different that? blade. <laughs> what that person say? Well, you know what I could see them doing? Though? This is the only thing I think is a little weird. Is that the Kylo, they mentioned this, that the Kylo Ren lightsaber is destroyed. Yes. But I could, the Leia thing seems like, I don't want to say it's like a misnomer, but it seems like somebody misconstruing something. Because I could see them doing, like, the very end of the movie is Rey and Kylo Ren forging their lightsabers together into one. And it's like the birth of a new generation. It's the idea, like, okay, both the light and the dark is in balance. And they will now, I don't know whether they go on to create their own order of peace peacekeepers. But I get that notion of, like, if they come together. Because the idea of introducing a Leia lightsaber seems, I don't want to say too far-fetched. But I think people will be bothered by that. Like the same way people got angry over Mary Poppins Leia. The idea of just throwing that out there, like a brand new Leia lightsaber, I could see that pissing people off. Well, it seems to play a big part. I mean, it's going to be in the opening scene of this movie and uh, uh, another thing that's just going to come up throughout it. So if that's not in it, then all this is just just total just no, man. no, unless it's unless it's meant to be something else, unless maybe by saying I think about it, someone could be misunderstanding that instead of like the legacy lightsaber that belongs to the Skywalkers. And that's why they're just seeing it as Leia's. I, I, I don't know. Think of it that way. It could be the way that maybe Leia is training with Luke's lightsaber or something like that. Maybe it's. That's the thing, though. Is like maybe Leia's training with the green lightsaber, and that's what they mean by it's Leia's lightsaber. Maybe I mean, it's she's the got green... a blue, a blue double blade number, kind of like the dark gray one, and that, well, but it's blue. No. All right, hear me out for a second. Maybe when they say Leia's lightsaber, maybe <laughs> Luke's last act before renouncing his Jedi ship was giving Leia the green lightsaber. We don't know where the green lightsaber is. It's out in the ether somewhere. And I imagine, remember, Zenger and I talked about this when we were thinking about what Ray's lightsaber was going to look like last, what, November? Yeah. It was like, oh, think of all the different things they could do with this. I don't think JJ's that creative. Or if he is, I don't think he wants to be that creative. Because well, these, everything, everything has this to be does go to. Well, this this uh this thing we were talking about this leaking leak talks uh talks about her at one point splitting to Octu, and. Uh, kind of meditating, kind of like Luke did in that a part where we see Luke, where Luke has to uh, encourage Ray and maybe, hey, maybe she finds his lightsaber there. Ben gets it or something. I could see it being something more like that. I that's the most believable aspect of so, this like story is the idea that be, of Ray going to Octo to like renounce being a Jedi, and Luke comes to her and what the Nutma Star Wars people will interpret as an apology to them. Because remember, there's going to have to be a scene in this. And as much as it pains me, there's going to be a scene where Luke's going to apologize to Ray as to how he behaved in The Last Jedi. And that's, and you're going to see 8 million YouTube videos come December 2019 oh of people saying, aha, JJ apologizes for cut for The Last Jedi. That's, there's going to, folks, mark my words. This is going to be but my. Luke apologizes in Last Jedi, basically, by showing up and being, uh, you know what, I'm not going to get being into Being there. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. The whole point of The Last Jedi, the ending of it, is that everything about Kylo Ren's entire thesis is let the past die, kill it if you have to, and he gets beaten. He gets and, humiliated. And Luke's entire thesis is 
oh, what, am I just going to go up there and face the whole First Order by myself and blah, 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 blah. And what did he become in the end? Instead of a broken man that he was, he became the hero everyone knew he could be. And yet people are just mad because he was a broken person right before that. No, no, Zanger. Luke had to go out there in person and swing around and dance around like Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan at the end of The Phantom Menace because that's what all Star Wars fans want. They want old men leaping around on wire work very awkwardly with CGI faces painted over their real <laughs> face like Count Dooku and Revenge of the Sith. That's what real fans want. Real fans don't want this projection nonsense. And get rid of that fat Asian bitch. <laughs> Whoa! That's what the real fans want, Zanger. We don't want that. Okay, so Ryan am Johnson I just, bad. Am I just missing it in here, or do we get the origins of Ray? Yeah, we get the origins of Ray because they're they're doing it in a way that her parents knew what she was going to become, so they like hit her away. And I guess, yeah, they are explaining the origin by kind of keeping it faithful to to what Palpy. I'm sorry, to what Ryan Johnson put in place. But at the same time, though, it seems like they're tying it into like, oh, Palpatine had some hand in her conception. And well, it goes because back they said, to well, that, it goes back uh, to Force Awakens too. Think of like the biggest speculation afterwards is like her fighting style in Force Awakens was just like Palpatine going to town on Jedi Squad with the the, the inward striking and the way she moved and everything. It it, it mirrored uh, Palpatine a lot. Yep. Yes, it did. They're good. They're good because that's what the leak says too. It's the idea of oh, Palpatine saw that even though he had Vader like under his thumb for twenty years, all it took was the familiar connection between Luke and Anakin for Anakin to come back, and that's what Palpatine sensed that that's what he needed. That's going to be the rationale behind all this. Because keep in mind. That Ray, by the events of The Force Awakens, is supposed to be 19 years old. So it's not like his plan, like Palpatine's plan with Ray, if there is a hypothetical plan here, it's the idea that it took 11 years for it to go in, to get into motion. It's not just like, oh, Ray is 30 years old, and the moment Palpy got thrown down the energy shaft, a little like test tube in the unknown regions woke up. <laughs> it's not Beep. how it worked. Beep. Beep. Sir, it's a girl. Don't tell me that's radar you're doing. <laughs> is it? Is it really? God Are you doing dang. that? I oh wasn't God. doing it on purpose, but you know what? All right, suspended from the Knights of Vader podcast podcast host <laughs> Justin Zanger. <laughs> Convicted the most egregious of like like vocal puns. That was like what, like an onomatopoeia pun, Ross? Yeah. Like that, like that would be a new, whole new. Yeah. Oh my lord, that's a whole new world of awful Zenger just discovered. What in- oh, oh god. Man. What an incredible joke you discovered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, today's okay. a good it'll, day. It'll be a day long remembered. <laughs> oh, yuck. Uh, see, folks, that's what happens. Uh, okay, so I don't know, Russ. Like, what do you feel about all this? Because it seems like Admiral General um, Allegiant Pride is going to be take control of the First Order from Hux. Because we get no resolution with Hux here either. Like, we find out he's a mole, but then it seems like... It seems like there's a lot of spinning plates here. Yeah, like, his moleness is revealed by... I mean, I guess you have to read this, but that that the Millennium Falcon 
Millennium Falcon is escaping from a, a Death Star Destroyer, maybe, with Huck, but Hux lets the crew, the gang, get away while Kylo Ren is fighting Rey. And then Rey gets on the ship, too, and leaves. And well, that's I think, what... I think that's, that's going to be the Force fighting thing they keep talking about, where it seems like they... I don't know whether this is something clever that they're thinking of, or it's just being done for the sake of like, okay, we have to have our characters in more than one place at the same time. But it seems like Ray and Kylo Ren can fight like over like in their minds. It's it's mental sparring, but done physically. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that that is the bond that they have now. That when they reconnect that bond from Last Jedi, that all they're doing is Ray is just immediately whipping out um, lightsabers, and they're just being able to go at it like that. That's the vibe I'm getting. It seems like that's what you're cut. That, maybe on. that's maybe that's what happens. R two D two. She starts swinging away in the beginning and just <laughs> lobs him in half. And she's oh dang it! All right, we'll move on. Anyone have any super glue? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's space glue. Space glue. You can have some of my spare parts. You know, it's like you can do that scene over again. Well, there's the, there's also the scene in this where again we mentioned it where she goes back to Octo. And she throws the lightsaber away, and Luke brings it back to her. Yeah. If that's if that's not something that the YouTube fandom gloms onto, I don't know what will. Like, think of all the thumbnails we're going to see come December with like the really like grainy, like somebody took the picture like with their with their smartphone in the dark theater. It's kind of like what like with the Avengers Endgame when we saw that with like Tony Stark on his knees with the Infinity Gauntlet. It's it's going to be like that where you see all these like really like crummy pictures, and it's going to be like Dis- JJ apologizes for Ruin Johnson. I think I, there's going to be a scene in this. There has to be a scene where they apologize to the fandom. There's going to be a scene when that happens because they, they're going to have it's Disney. Disney doesn't like alienating anybody and it's, you can't, <laughs> it's true. I don't yeah, think I, yeah, they're going to do I that. They, they have to have a scene in there where like the adults in the audience, as much as it pains me to say that Russ Zenger and I, we're the ones that are going to see through that and be like, Oh no, it's a natural part of the story. But the idiots that either believe it because they're man children or because they want to profit off the man children, they're going to glom onto it. And it's going to be a whole nother narrative that has to be fought. Yeah. I think they're going to have their battles with whatever happens. I, I just, man, I just hope that, I mean, if most of this leak thing is true, I, I'm down with a lot of it. It sounds like, it sounds like a lot of stuff is going on. It's going to have to be really long. I can, it's it's strange that there are a lot of plot points about the Falcon itself, and that at one point Kylo flies it. That that well, I, that's the okay. And that's where do, they're going to get the Falcon back from. That's why Ray leads him there. Wait, is there any mention of the um of the blockade runner? I Not think that's this. where they get. Maybe that's where they, yeah, there isn't. They just say C-3PO is modified someplace by, it says he's modified by a a small alien. And then they have a link to the picture. But the picture is like 12 images. I don't know what alien they're talking about. It's supposed to fix. It's that one. Oh, it's that that ugly looking one. Of course. We know that's in the movie. Yes. So I was just like, are you? Does this like? Am I just missing it somewhere, or, or what? But yeah, I, 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 a lot of this too. I wonder is like how much of this. Like, think about it. Like small things that sound important on paper don't translate to like big epic moments in the film. Like even though, like oh, the blockade runner being back. 
oh, that sounds like a big momentous thing. That could just be a setting. That could be like 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 a couple scenes. What if I they think, just walk in and there's just a hangar with a blockade runner in there? I think that's what happens. I genuinely yeah. think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, it looks like it's like I'm taking the jungle planet too, and I guess the resistance find it when I don't is that Endor? It's like you can't really tell. There seems the like Endor? there's like multiple jungles going on. Yeah, it could be. I don't think we're gonna go from like Endor to Yavin Four. I think that I think they'd find that too distracting to the audience. Going from one like very similar climate to the other. I think a no, lot. You just like, cover it with Ewoks, so then you yeah, know. Ewoks. Did you did you see in that Bespin Bulletin story that apparently the Ewoks are in this? <gasps> no way! I I didn't see that. Slaughter. Cool. <laughs> oh. Oh, these and Ewoks just, are dead. And not just the men Ewoks, <laughs> but the women Ewoks and the children too. God dang it. So what? Okay, and even though this is going to be its own episode, like the closer we get to the release of the film, but there's so many things in this movie too that like they haven't done when it comes to like prototypical Star Wars, because like the biggest thing I'm shocked that we haven't gotten so far is Ray flying an X-wing. Like, think about it. that was like one of the uh. that was that was Luke's big thing was flying the X-wing. That was his ship. And even though yes, Ray has the Millennium Falcon, it's still the idea we've not seen. Do we just Ray accept Chewie cannot get the Millennium Falcon, like legally apparently in this universe? Well, we even look at okay, going. I know, like going to some more of these rumors is that we don't get any mention of like what Lando. happens, like during the yeah, exactly at the end of the movie, like when Ray and Kylo Ren and the everybody's Force Ghost is fighting Palpatine. Like imagine that scene from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Instead of it being Harry's parents, it's gonna be all the Force Ghost. That's where you get Force Ghost Rancor. Force yes. Ghost. Uh, oh, who else is there? You know, walrus uh, Arm will be there. <laughs> the Rathars tentacles. Yes, Force Ghost Rathar tentacles will be there. Um, oh, who else? Who else has died in Star Wars? We have as a Force Ghost that we haven't said already. Oh, the 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 Ewok who died during the Battle of uh, Endor. He'll be there. There might be um, a new Ewok thrown in there. We get some new magic. I just yes. want some random stormtroopers. Snoke. Force Ghost Snoke will be there. He'll Force swarm Snoke. Palpatine. Oh, they'll be in a little like uh, it'll be like a little blue glowy jail. It'll be Ooh. like the end of like a Scooby Doo, and they'll they'll, lock, they'll have a key and they'll lock it up and they'll go. Well, that was sure was a Star War. <laughs> can can you have Force Ghost like R two units that have been destroyed? Like all those destroyed R two units? Force Ghost R 5s motivator. Yeah, ah, perfect. Everybody gets a Force Ghost. What about Uncle Owen and Emperor? Uh, Force Ghost uh, uh, torched corpses of Uncle Owen and Emperor? <laughs> no, they're, they're Force Ghosts, but they're still on fire. <laughs> you know, ah! Zanger, you're the Simpsons fan here. Do you remember the um, Treehouse of Horror where like groundskeeper Willie gets like, uh, oh God, he's on fire. And he yeah. like, goes burst into the classroom. They're like, Willie, Mr. Van Houten has the floor. And it's like a flaming <laughs> skeleton. weather. It's it's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the flaming like skeleton and groundskeeper Willie. That's that's what it could be Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru and the Force Ghost at the end of the Rise of Skywalker. Perfect. Have a seat, young Baru. Force Ghost, men, women, and children, Tuscan Raiders. Mace Windu or yeah, part no, of them? Well, it's gonna be his hand at least. <laughs> it's Where's a giant question mark. Body? It's You'll a giant question it. mark. Y'all know it. Yeah. Force Ghost Boba Fett, maybe. But that would admit that he's dead. <laughs> no, it says maybe. It says Force oh. Ghost Boba Fett, not underneath in parenthetical. It says in bluey glow text, maybe? Question mark? Look in front of him. 
It depends. It says maybe question mark, and it says it depends. And then there's one weird alien. You're like, well, who the hell is this guy? And he's like, it's General Grievous. Before I was a cyborg, though. And he's like, wait, what? No. And then his his cyborg one shows up, too. (laughs) Oh, this is awkward. (laughs) It's like that Spider-Man meme of them pointing at each other. Yeah. Force Ghost saw Guerrera. Oh, that would actually be great. (laughs) Yeah. No, then they pan over it. It's the Rogue One. The Rogue oh, One. Oh, yeah. Force Ghost Admiral Radis. Yeah. Everybody gets a Force Ghost. That's going to be the end of this movie, folks. It's everybody gets a Force It's going to be like a... Mo- like, imagine... Can you imagine? It's gonna be like the, it'll be like the In Memoriam at the Oscars. They're all blue and glowy. It's like, we remember. And it goes in alphabetical like order, like Admiral Akbar to like Zam Wessel. It goes Lord to all the... The Lord call it, yes. It's going to be awful. Like That's the thing about this movie. Is I have a question, you guys. Like I would imagine, is this going to be like a WoW movie? Or is it going to be like a Return of the Jedi where we all kind of like, yeah, it's all right. Like, I guess. I guess that's how it has to end. Like, are we going to be like walking out of this going, wow, they swung for the fences? Or is it going to be a Return of the Jedi this level like, yeah, it's 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 cool. It, it, it ends well, I guess. I they think everyone's really gonna it. be hyped when they get out. I think I don't think there will be hype when they get it. It'll be like after Revenge of the Sith. I remember being like really satisfied going out. It took a little bit of time with that one to be like, eh. Like but, I really enjoyed Re- Revenge of the Sith at the time. I got the talk many times. Revenge of the Sith had the luxury of connecting into the original trilogy. This has to be its own ending. Revenge of the Sith yeah. didn't have to worry about it. All Revenge of the Sith had to do was like well, we're gonna screw get- up. You're right. We all get a lot of that those fist pump, go honk the horn when you get back to the car moments when, like, if a, a battle droid, if uh, just a couple shots of a little legion of battle droids, they, they found an old battle droid drop, drop ship, and they use that. That 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 does sound like something that would happen in this movie. You've got old Star Destroyers and old tech, and everyone's finding blockade runners and hammerheads and stuff. I, I don't know though because they remember we Russ you you listened to it I don't think you were a part of it though but the the fandom survey even though that wasn't uh, particularly comprehensive because snowball effect is bad it's there's a part of the fandom that still hates the prequels they despise any sort of prequel iconography in Star Wars so you might I don't know like I guess it's a question that if you hate the Last Jedi do you also hate the prequels? It's. I don't think that's the case exactly, and I think you will get some prequel like imagery, but I don't think it's going to hit us over the head. I don't think that's JJ's concern. I don't think we're going to get like, oh look, there's like an all-terrain tactical enforcer walker. Oh look, there's that. I think the closest thing we're going to get to like prequel iconography is going to be the Sith trooper helmet, because like, oh, it looks like it kind of looks like a Phase Two storm or a clone trooper. I don't. Yeah. And plus, and plus, what, one thing talk that you mentioned it, Russ. The idea that the Knights of Ren aren't mentioned in all these leaks. Like, I keep a pretty good job of like on all the comprehensive leaks and even some of the smaller ones. There's not one piece of leaked information or rumors or gossip that talks about what the Sith troopers are. Think about it, like the Sith troopers have been the most prominent part of the marketing for the Rise of Skywalker, and yet we have not gotten one morsel of information about what are they. When there's some like weird legion of troops, yeah. You know, when there a T-shirt that came out that said like it was like Sith trooper under the command of Kylo Ren and the blah blah blahs. Didn't it yep. say something like that? Yep. There's two of them now. There's a new one that just like showed up. I think this morning that says like Sith troop. I, I know the one you referenced, Russ. That's its own one, but it's a new one that says like Sith troopers like under the command of the First Order. And they got like a Kylo little like tramp stamp like text on them <laughs> in the back, <laughs> just right on the middle of their helmet. 
<laughs> I, but that's the question, though. It's like I think the Sith troopers are going to be kind of like the clone troopers. Yeah, will they be clones? clones. Yeah. I think they have to be. Like, why? Like, you you you've seen the poster that that leaked poster. There's 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 more of them on the poster than there are regular stormtroopers. We're gonna see the troopers maybe just take their helmets off. Like, oh, forget this. And Finn, like, kind of, come on, y'all. You don't. That's the real bat. You know, like Finn kind of finishes right, his roll up. Yeah, Finn has to have some kind of a uh, a closure to this deal. If it's his three hours, I mean, he he does seem like almost a co main protagonist that has a clear arc so far. Everything involves the first order in him. Yeah. And I think there's a reason because they've even <clears throat> they've mentioned it in both like the Vanity Fair thing and in some of the leaks that even though they make a very big I know JJ keeps selling it, it's like oh it's our heroes all together it's like no that's like the first act and they go their separate ways because they say I think in what the Vanity Fair pictures with uh, Finn with Jana and it's Finn and Jana fight the mechanized forces of the First Order and then we're gonna have Poe and Zori Bliss in space leading the space battle and then we're gonna have Ray facing the Emperor. Like we're not gonna. Ha- they might come together at the very end for their yub nub sequence, which we haven't oh. talked about either. Are we gonna get? Are we gonna get a sell? Think about it. Are we? This is the end of Star Wars. The, every Star Wars thing that has a major like triumph over the bad guys ends in like a celebration. Are we gonna get another one of those where it's just everybody like, oh man, we unlike the Endor celebration, we really did it this time. There's a little banner. It says like mission accomplished, like George Bush, but okay. this time it says we like mission really accomplished. There's a little like parrot with the word really in it. <laughs> a little bomb burst. Yeah, it's gonna be like on the screens in the in the bar from episode two, the cantina, they'll pick up a newspaper and read about. <laughs> Uh, they have to show every close up of everything. Hollow paper. I mean, Hollow paper. I mean, following. <laughs> yes. That's, you need that, that 90s that? woman, that 90s woman walk around in Bespin needs to come back just to make sure. Oh, the one guy with the ice cream maker? B. Yeah. Arthur in the cantina from the holiday special? See, mm-hmm. I've heard they're getting some of that holiday uh, special footage of Carrie. That's going to be the flashback um, when in the beginning, <laughs> the very beginning. They were able to manipulate that to where it looks like she's holding a lightsaber instead of a microphone. And she sings Perfect. this. That's that's where the Kylo. That's why the Knights of Ren are dancing. Because she's singing. <laughs> and then she right. feels. A- <laughs> How great would it be that the opening like flashback sequence of the Rise of Skywalker is Carrie Fisher's footage from the holiday special of her like yelling at Mala into the computer monitor, being like, like Mala, put put Han Ray. Solo on, put Chewbacca on. <laughs> Ray, put Chewbacca on. And it's very poorly like ADR'd. It's just very it's like Zenger level impersonation. Like instead of the word like like go get Chewbacca, it's like go get Ray. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That that's what I want. That's what I, you know what how much would it cost to like pay if like rent out a theater opening night for the Rise of Skywalker? Tell a bunch of stupid people you're going to see the Rise of Skywalker and then play the holiday special. Like, how fast would there be, like, rioting and looting? Like, <laughs> trash cans on fire in the theater? I don't know. I mean, are they also going to do, like, a separate screening of episode two? Because, I mean, that oh, would... Geez. <laughs> oh, jeez. That geez. would anger me pretty quick, too. Come on. I have to get home sometime, guys. Stop making it better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wonder how that would work. Like, oh, God, that'd be great. Holiday special, Rise of Skywalker. Give all these nerds they just burn down the theater. You read on the local <laughs> news the next morning. Local theater burns down, plays the holiday special instead of the latest Star Wars film. There's the, the police are outside, like you know what? We can't argue with it. Only a man. Some people just want to watch the world burn. 
This was blame just that, blame that Joker movie again. Of course, it's radicalizing everything. <laughs> they <sighs> literally wanted to watch the world burn. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, so with yes, all that, we end on that note. Yes. Uh, but, uh, so, anything else we want to say about this? Uh, I imagine will be more prediction episodes, more rumors and stuff. Yeah, I feel like more of this will either come out or just be immediately debunked. We'll figure out what those guys are dancing about at some point. I guess one thing I do want to point out, I think Zenger and I kind of did this with The Last Jedi two years ago. And I want to see if Zenger still agrees with this and Russ, what you think of it. What's the I, I guess once the second trailer comes out, that's when we officially stop looking at like rumors and like you can do whatever you want, Russ. But with The Last Jedi, that's kind of what you and I did, Zenger, right? Like mm-hmm. after the second trailer, we stopped like looking at rumors and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I wanted to stop. I stopped. I didn't know anything about either the first two. It's something about that last one, man. I feel like I did it for Revenge of the Sith too. Where I was like, well, it's just wrapping up. Let me try. But I think you're right. It's just, I think it's getting too close now. Like I don't believe this one, but this might be like the sign to just. We're, stop yeah, we're flirting with danger. Yeah, it, and if it's really the last last one, if they're gonna actually pull something out, oh man, it would suck to know it. All right, Spidex, I still think a lot of stuff is up. They're still editing the film, so I think a lot of this is just, like, people reading things. I don't think anybody's, like, in the editing bay with J.J. with their, like, phone in their pocket, and J.J.'s like, why do you keep smiling at your crotch? No reason. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I don't think that's happening at Lucasfilm right now. But oh, I, I have think- a mystery box down there. Oh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> so I have a question, because I might have missed something, and this might just be my ignorance. Does the Mandalorian talk... Yes. Okay, yeah. good. I was about to say, he sounds kind of cool, too. He sounds pretty cool. Well, I think, so, Rush, you said he sounds like uh, Boba Fett from, like, the holiday yeah. special. Yeah, he's more like... So I was like, I didn't catch it in any of the stuff I saw. So I was like, oh, God, is he going to be a silent protagonist? Well, this would be cool. It's just Boba Fett. It's all right, folks. We're going to have a special edition. of. We're going to make the very first special edition of The Mandalorian. Russell's going to go in and redub all of his lines with a New Zealand accent. yeah. <laughs> Oh, four um, against one. I like those eyes. <laughs> so I just want to point this out on here because I already pointed out on Zingness. Um, do you guys think they were going after the Firefly audience with the ship design? No, Which not, one, Zori? Not, no, he means the Razor's Crest, the Mandalorian ship. Oh, it, it yeah, just like a Firefly, the Firefly ship. Yeah. I, I can maybe be, say that that one was based off Star Wars designs and can go all around and around with it. I think it's inspiration, but I don't think it's meant to be like explicitly like, oh, we're going to do hint, this. Hint, wink, wink, shove, shove. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think, I, again, I think, I think they probably took it into like inspiration. But I know they've also said too that like the front of the ship is supposed to be part of like an old like Republic gunship. If that's what it, that's what it is. It's mm. like, has like that, that without like the two, like what the little protruding cannons. No, those are engines. No, no, no. In the front, no, no. I mean, oh, the Republic gunship. Front, front. You, know, you know how the Republic gunship has those two like little like protruding cannons? Yeah. Apparently, the Razor's Crest, like the front of the ship, is is a Republic gunship. That's what the design is, but without those little two protruding cannons. Whatever will we do? No, sorry. I just know that you guys probably talked about that. I... No, we did. We haven't really talked about. It. Well, I'm kind of saving the Mandalorian stuff for like when the show comes out. Hello, Mando heads. Welcome to Mando Talk. <laughs> I'm your host. I'm your host, Mando Russ. I'm joined, of course, always by Mando Zanga. <laughs> Can we please do the beginning of an episode with just that way? 
<laughs> no, all Mandalorian discussion. Like, serious talk, though. We're like, no, has now to we be get into in, the nuts and bows. Has to be in a, a attempt at a New Zealand accent. Perfect. Or you can just be I am the Boba Fett. That's more the approach he goes for. But it, it does sound cool. Yeah, Zanger, there's a little, some audio on YouTube. You could probably find it. He, he sounds cool. Okay. As I said, I was just wondering, so... That oh, answer any jokes for you. I am I am I'm such a such a character. All right, are we ready to wrap this up? I am sure. ready to wrap this up, put a bow on it, and send it out for Christmas. Oh boy. You ready, Russ? Yep, and unsubscribe from our Star Wars leaks. All right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and people okay. say I'm the humor here. Yeah, yeah. So concludes this episode of the Knights of Vader, a Star Wars podcast. Check out our Facebook group, Knights of Vader, on Facebook. Find us on Instagram at KOV Podcast. Shoot us an email, kovpodcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on. Thank you to An Inspiriority Complex for providing our theme song. Check out the show notes to hear more from them. For questions, comments, concerns, or snipe remarks, contact me, Zach, on Twitter, at Cinemodities. And you can come hear me on the Cinemodities podcast, where we'll be delving into the Terminator series for the entire month of September. So, uh, yeah, Terminator, ba-bump, bump, ba-bump, ba-bump, bump, nice. ba-bump. I'm a cybernetic organism. What? I'm a cybernetic organism. I can't do a good impression of him on the fly. I thought that was like a New Zealand impersonation of Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) It's yes, it's it's my New Zealand accent doing an impersonation of Schwarzenegger. Listen, honey, back in the day, just an impression was an impression. You just you just did them, and people responded to them. Zanger's like doing the inception of like impersonations we have to go deeper it's like one impersonation is not good enough no we need to go deeper we need to do carrie fisher doing an impersonation of an of a new zealand person doing an impersonation of arnold schwarzenegger listen (laughs) i sit here and i i'm gonna i was told i needed to do a impersonation of an australian and i said shrimp on the barbie and they said cut it perfect that's so offensive, Zanger. That's an Australian. And that's how I got cut out of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that being said, Zanger, where can people find you? They told me I was going to be an elf in the movie. <laughs> okay. Ross, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, go check out my show, uh, The Unbelievers Podcast. And that's it. Remember Alderaan! Down with the Empire! <laughs> And Rush, should people subscribe to this podcast? Do it. All righty, folks. Good night, but not goodbye. See you. All right. You know, when I was at this one, <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, I, I can't. I can't. And Rush, should people subscribe to this podcast? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go for it. No, I thought no, you no, do no, it. No, no, we're waiting for the soundboard. Take two? Take two. Oh. All right. Rush, should people subscribe to this podcast? Remember Wait, what am I doing here? You guys know <laughs> you can feel. What the hell?
Say do it. Do the Palpatine. Oh, joke. I don't. Have, oh, sorry. I have to pull them up. They're on different. I'm so, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Ready? I can crank it because this is so quiet. All right. We'll do it. Take three. Do it. God dang it. All right. Here we go. All right. Take take four. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I don't even know at this time. point. Okay. Take like seven. Rush, do people subscribe to this podcast? Do it. Yay! Yay! How long that took? 